0: Welcome back. We have another great live this week. This one is a really good one because I get asked about it a lot. And I think... Because it's summertime and everyone likes to get out and about. Um, it's always a concern, and everyone wants to make sure their dog's well-mannered. But we're talking about making sure your dog is less fearful in public, when you're out and about socializing them. And just when you're out and about in general, if you have a dog that's fearful or even shy, or you know just not great when you take them out, um, there's some things that you can do to make them less fearful. But before we get into that, I it's very important that you understand your dog's body language and and how they are presenting themselves before they even go out into public and things that you can look for that kind of shows that there are stressed or that they may be a little bit fearful. So I'm just going to go through those. So one thing, one, one behavior that you can kind of look for in body language is that if your dog's yawning, uh, usually I, I always joke and tell folks, you know, it's not that they're tired. Um, but you always want to give a context of which is happening. So if your dog's yawning and say you took them for like, you know, they've been playing all day long at a doggy daycare, then they probably are tired. But if you know for a fact that your inner environment where your dog is fearful or something and they're yawning, that is definitely a sign of stress. Um, so it's not, you know, anything like, you know anything else. So just keep a note that if your dog is yawning, that could be a sign of stress. Also, if they show disinterest, if they're ignoring like things that you normally would do, Um, with you. So a lot of times, you know, um, if a dog sees something that they're fearful of that you may see them look down and start sniffing and stuff like that. Um, Those are all called in dog training world displacement behaviors. So dogs will actually do that and they won't listen to you or anything like that. Things they would normally do um, within your presence, they start not to do like, you know, searching in the grass or if you're calling their name, they may not listen to you. Those are all signs of stress. Um, Another big one is panting. Yes, your dog may be cooling off. This is too hot, but again, again, think about when this is happening. If it's a 90-degree weather day, then, of course, your dog may be hot. But if you know they're in an environment where they may be stressed or you're unsure, but there's nothing around that signals like, hey, it may be hot out, so they shouldn't be panting, then you might want to chalk that up to, okay, your dog's a little bit stressed. Um, And, of course, um, growling or lunging those are the more obvious ones um so those could be a sign that your dog is scared um or or you know you know whatever was being presented in front of him whether it's a dog or another person but again um i have seen dogs lunge because they're just excited to meet another dog or person so you always you know your dog you know how they react and so you kind of want to take that into consideration Does archie um how is he when he's out and about in public
1: uh if he sees another dog, we're always careful, uh, just cause yep. he does react. Sometimes it's because he wants to play. Sometimes it's cause he just doesn't like the other dog. Um, yep. but other times it's like, he, he will, he will get to him. but we keep an eye out for him cause he will stress on sometimes stress shake and that sort of thing, exactly. just, like, looking for things like that. Right. And I, yep. I always look when there's a dog or he sees a dog, I'm looking at his body language, does he get tense? Does his jaw stiffen? Does his mouth close? Yep. All those and, signs. And as soon as I see anything like that, I have a high value treat in my hand and I have I want a stick that I snap and so like there are treats that you can snap so that breaks him out of his like,
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. His
1: fog. So his his focus. Um, Uh But I look for that. And then if we need to whatever tactic I need to imply at that point, I'll do that depending on how close they are.
0: And exactly. And, and what Scott's talking about for as, um, what did you just mention at the one? So just this other, so these are just some of the body language signs they, that will present yeah. if your dog is a little fearful or stress, but just like Scott said, you know, I always talk about your dog tensing up, like when they stop and they look, they're making a decision there and you can help them along and stuff like that. So there's other things you look for, but these are just some that are the common ones that your dog may do that you can look for to see if your dog's stressed. Now, far as what to do um, to kind of help socialize your dog um, and make them less fearful when they're out and about. So ideally, um, if a dog is shy or they're fearful or something, you want to work on some confidence building skills. You want them to be like proud to, you know, meet and greet another dog or just feel confident when they see them. You don't want them to be shy or fearful. So I always talk to my clients about this as well. If you were never to train your dog a day in their a day in their life or whatever, if you just be consistent with the routine that you have with them, they will learn. They will learn. Like if you never taught your dog to wait at the door, but if you stopped and waited at the door every single day, they'll know that's part of routine and they will sit. So just being predictable wherever you're taking your dog, especially if they're fearful or shy. And so I talk a lot about, you know, if you're going to bring your dog out to socialize them, I know it's ideal to take them to the same places or to different places. um, So they do have those experiences, but how about sticking to that one place for a little bit, just so they're familiar with the routine, they're familiar with, you know, the setup, getting out the car, how long they're gonna walk. So try to take them to the same location, that you frequent all the time and let them get used to one spot before moving on to the other because even though you take them to the one location if you go at different times a day it's still socializing them to different things because there's going to be more dogs there at some uh, sometimes than others or people or you know it may be a little bit you know cooler out so there's all, you know more birds than not so just take them to the same place keep on the same routine and you'll notice that they will gain a little bit more confidence they will be less fearful also another big one get your dog in some type of training. Basic obedience is ideal to build your dog's confidence because they do quick wins. You ask them to sit, you give them a treat. They feel good about themselves. And so even when you take them out and about to socialize them, have them do a sit stay, have them do it down or whatever training you're working on with basic obedience. You want to do that with the dog because, you know, also when you're doing it out and about, it's like not, you know they're focused on you and is building up their confidence as well. But you want to start it ideally at home just to build it up in home, and then you can use it when you're out and about. Um, Do you ever do basic obedience with Archie when he's on walks or anything like that?
1: Uh, we'll do stuff here and there. Um, yeah. We did a bunch of rounds of obedience, so it's more like practicing things and that sort of thing. We yeah. uh, we knew he was going to be big, so we invested in training just so we didn't absolutely run into accidental situations and that sort of thing. And then. We try to do training like indoors, not much obedience, but just like even like fitness training or just keeping it exactly and mental challenging stuff just to like get them there. So when we do have things when we're out and about. He's Mm -hmm. alert and everything and he'll react to our voice and we have command
0: Exactly. Get them all trained in home. I always talk about starting in home for us before going outside, but definitely basic obedience. And also you want to use, like I said, the basic obedience as life rewards for the dog. So, you know, you know, once you, you they're always in training mode when you're doing six days and stuff like that, but try doing it as part of everyday life. Like I said. You know, it, before you let them out the door, have them wait, and then when they come out, give them a treat. Have them sit at the corner on walks and stuff like that. So just incorporate it in part of your everyday, you know, and just give them like life awards like that. Um, also. Um, sports train sports agility that's always good for mental stimulation and for exercise and to build your dog's confidence so if you have a breed and they're into that you definitely can um do that but if you're not you know if you don't have the time for training and you just truly want to go out for a walk you want to work on desensitizing and counter-conditioning fancy words so basically what that means is the key is to create a positive association between your dog and what's frightening them. So ideally what I talk about is the trick is when you're out and about, you want to move your dog further away from whatever's scary. And so, um, what I t- so for example, what I say is, Scott, so if you're afraid of spiders, right? And I came from right behind you right now and dropped the spider in your face, you probably freak out and drop back, Right. If I was to show you a spider, like far, far away, 20, 30 feet away, you're like, "Eh, not so bad, right? And so that's why when you're on a walk and you want to make your dog less fearful, move them further away from what they're fearful of. So if they're fearful of dogs, move them further away, just move off to the side. You never want to kind of walk straight on to whatever they're fearful. Just try and move in, you know, diagonal. Move, uh, you, even if you have to flee and go in the opposite direction. So that's going to be the key. You want to make sure that they're not being triggered. So they're farther away so where they're not triggered. So ideally, if you see a dog and your dog start barking and lunging or whatever the behavior body language is, move them further away until they're like, hello. And try to relax. You know. And then you can continue on your walk once you created that distance. And that's where the kind of desensitizing comes in, moving further away. And when I talk about counter conditioning, and that's where you give them retreat when they're further away, when they're kind of relaxed, when they see that thing, or that thing with the dog or the purse or whatever they're frightened of. You don't want to give them retreat when they're triggered because they're not listening, to over So, okay, move them further away. And then when they see that, treat- see that uh, trigger again, you're going to give them retreat. And so that's how you move about, you know, making them less fearful. And I always talk about, too, like you don't just want to take your dog out once a day to kind of work on this or whatever it be. You want to kind of, you know, if you can't ideally take them out every day to the same place and work on it. Because the more exposure they have to those environments and working on moving further away and getting treats when they see those nice things. What do you think is going to happen? They see that dog, they see that person, they see the squirrel, and they're going to look to you because, you know, they associate it with getting good rewards and so that's how you go about you know socializing your dog getting them out there but at the same time if you have a fearful dog just moving them away um and if you're ever in a situation where you can't escape say you're like um uh on a you know walkway where you can't you know move off to the side just go in the opposite direction i even talk to people about going behind block Um, Cars or even a tree or a bush just to block that visual cue until you can move further away and things like that. Have you ever tried to do any of that with Archie? Like, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, we try to, like, uh, if I can, if I need to, I'll, like, even just stand in between him. If I see something, if I think we're going to cross, I'll get him on the opposite side. And then Mm -hmm. on our side streets, when we're walking, um, even without dogs coming, I got him used to the word cross. And he now he knows when it's cross, it's to cross the road. So if yep. I see another dog coming like a block or two away and I'm like, I don't want to be on the same side, then I'll just tell RG cross. And then he knows we're going to cross the street and then we're off to yep. the side the side. So We can continue going. And then the other thing is like, as we're walking, if I see him notice the dog and he's sort of starting to tense up, I'll just yep. ask him to walk. I'll be like, let's walk. Let's walk. Exactly. And actually speed it up. Gets his movement yep. going. He, it breaks him out of like just freezing and stopping. And so, but like you said, like baby steps, get them used to one environment then the next environment. It's just yep. it's how we learn like and get comfortable gradually level up get comfortable level up and then get comfortable right it makes it t- makes yeah. It t-
0: I know him, like stuff being dumped on them like that. So you want to do it in increments. It was so funny because I was working with one of my clients this morning at the park. And I, I'm telling you, the, you know, even like I said, even if you never do training, if you know how to manage the situations, like I'm telling you, moving further away. And she was amazed. Her dog didn't bark, didn't growl. And she was like, my dog never does this. I'm like, be long as you know how to manage the situation and know what to look out for, your walk is so much easier. So... With that being said, I hope everyone, you guys gained some useful tips to kind of get your dogs out there and socialize them. If they're a little bit fearful or shy, it does work. Um, just give it a go. If you guys have any questions, you know how to reach me. You can always reach me at Down for Paws on any other social sites or just in general. Um, Scott, do you have anything to tell the folks to piggyback off of?
1: Um, that's pretty much it this week. One quick pro tip that Pam talked about, but didn't fully explicitly say. Dogs are always learning. So whether you're Just. training with them or not, they're always learning. Uh, she referenced that sort of idea of many times today. So you yep. walk away with one thing other than the step stuff. Dogs are always learning. So you like she said, you don't have to be training with them for them to be actually learning and training. So awesome. Exactly. Awesome Absolutely.
0: All right. All right. So we'll see you next week with another great live and enjoy your weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye.